Hello and good evening. It is Sunday, September 19th, 2021. And we're talking about a Big Brother 23 episode that was actually two days ago on Friday, um, September 17th, here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, as we've been covering all 11 weeks of this season of Big Brother. We're down to the final four. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jill Robinson, as we have been. Uh, we were we took Friday off because uh, they bumped the, the what would normally have been tonight's episode for, I guess, the Emmys was tonight instead. Uh, so we're is tonight where is tonight I'm sorry um, you know uh, and and uh, we, we saw we, so we got some recap tonight to go through of what was uh, what was the remnants of the final uh, or the most recent double eviction the second double eviction where Hannah and Tiffany went out and that's how we got to the final four uh, we eventually went on to a uh, an HOH competition that was CSI themed and then some of the of the maneuvering happening with these final four so we're going to break that all down um uh jeff jameel let's start with jeff um uh, hi are you feeling like the the game is getting more interesting for you in this final stretch or less interesting wouldn't be the right word um probably uh confusing would be a good one to me, like, I don't really understand some of these players' motivations. Um, they don't seem to make sense to me. Like, except Xavier is the only one I can kind of follow. But the rest of them, like, like a big D wanting to save Kyland over Aza makes zero sense to me. Um, I don't get it. There's so, other ones, like Aza wanting to take care of Hannah, like, uh, get rid of Hannah, like we saw in the recap tonight, and not put up to two big guys like there's a bunch of things i just i'm confused from, from a, as a show watcher and i get jamil uh, and amanda specifically are more live feed update type people and i think they have a bit of a different perspective on the game than just the pure show watchers right jeff, and i yeah okay go ahead jamil sorry I'll, I'll just have a quick answer jeff you're coming from a place thinking that everyone is is trying to like has a good grip grip on gameplay mechanics and is trying to win. And it seems that some people just aren't that self-interested or are delusional to the point where what they think is common sense is absolutely the antithesis of proper gameplay. And that's where the confusion comes in, where you're like, there's no reason why someone would make this move. And they're like, this is the best move for my game. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, Jamil, um, over to you. Yeah, so like we've seen a lot of these players who often make it down to the, especially into the jury yeah, phase of the game. Be right back. <laughs> it interrupts me. Uh, um these people who make it to the jury phase, they tend to be more, well, there are always like the, the, the leaders, right? The, uh, the, the string pullers, but then you have a bunch of sheep. Usually I've seen that's but my observation in the last few seasons, especially uh, when I think of like play, players like Raven and, uh, and Matt in particular under when, during the Paul uh, regime of 19 um, who were just like, when it's our time to go, it's our time to go. And I don't think like Aza and these players are <laughs> we're putting the we're, we're putting the whole fun plays together tonight. You know, different different generations of the jersey. Um, 
Uh, yeah. So, like, Jamil, why do you? Is that just okay? I guess the question I have is this: Are you always going to have these sheepish players? Have they always been part of the game? Have they been play, part of the Big Brother since the beginning? Oh, okay. You, you kind of I, 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 he. Did, I just I was waiting for Jeff to stop with the microphone. Uh, I was waiting for the question. <laughs> I know. I was. I was trying to get it out. Um, have they, have these have these sheep always been a part of the game? And they got picked off early, or are they? Are they now just more abundant in in the casting, and therefore they're the, uh, the the gamers, the players who really know how to work this game, are just have it too easy. They can they can they can get these people to do whatever they want, you know, through like uh, just you know they're, they're sort of there's a adult and children almost in terms of like the the, the level of a comprehension around the game. So yes and no. So here's the thing. Um. There was always these type of players playing. Um, but, like, people have gotten smarter and understand that you need to to get the stronger players out, right? And when there's, with that mentality, the stronger players eventually ca cannibalize themselves. And then you have one set of stronger people and weaker people. That's typically how it goes. Now, you have the weaker people and the stronger people, typically, if they have a good strategy component can handle the weaker people and can maneuver them as appropriately to um, to get them to the end, unless they slip on a banana peel. They're always classic banana peel, right? Uh, right. You know, so like, like, and I guess I'm I'm going with like for players like Xavier, players like Kylan, players mm -hmm. like um, who was our winner last year, uh, Cody. Um, you know, and even <laughs> the think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Cody. Uh, you, you know, and like when Paul, well, Paul, you know, he got um, robbed. I guess not robbed, but Josh won sort of unexpectedly. You know, and then Casey, uh, I guess in the case in Tyler's case, because Tyler was the gamer, but Casey was a gamer too. She was just more subtle and not as charismatic and not as much of a TV character, I think too. Um, so like, like Kylan, she had she just said let's go and that was it. Well, I think like behind the scenes, like in terms of like my understanding of the feeds and her uh, her role in the level six alliance, you know, they did like, exchange information and they worked well as a team, to, you know, to make sure that the objective of that alliance was sought through and they got and getting rid of the Fautes and the those kinds of um, things. But, uh, you know, eventually and then Casey was thought to be someone that like Tyler, who I think is the Xavier of that season, like the more like the kind of the this person is the destined to win the season, right? Like, this is going to be our winner. But or even when Paul was going to win 19, but then didn't because Josh won as well. So could we see something like that where like, a, where Derek F wins here instead of Xavier? Um, the only way Derek F wins. Yeah, no. It's, it <laughs> no, seems like, I think Xavier point, knows this, right? No. Wait. Um, does Xavier know that Big D's not going to win? Yes. I think everyone except Big D thinks that. Honestly. <laughs> what is going on with Big D? Like, I don't get this man. Like, what's he talking about? Like, oh, my plan is not going to... Uh, you're is, not in control, Big this D. This is I him from the beginning. I this is him. But they just but haven't shown it. Why aren't they showing it? Like, why is this the first time I'm getting to see Big D in the way that you've described him, Jamil, the whole season, where he thinks he's masterminding everything or he thinks his plan is working perfectly and yet he has no control over anything ever. And would, you, 
do you think from a television executive's perspective, would you show this man, right, being delusional all the way through and 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 people watching seeing this man fall up basically, right? Or mm-hmm. would you present him as the fun-loving, sassy, you know, right. dude that they have, right? That they're like, you know, he'll eventually be gone or he'll be carried to the end. There'll be other interesting characters. He's not affecting gameplay. What, right? what if he gets to the end though, Jamil, and then he starts like spouting off how great he was in this game and everyone laughs at him and then the whole audience is going to go, what? Like, that's gonna, They're going to be crossing their fingers and hope or they better hope that they have an extra episode and just kind of <laughs> it's like last time on Big Brother and just do like this is what's happened that you missed. I have a question. Yeah. Me, uh, me and Amanda were kind of discussing this. And I kind of want to ask both you guys because I already kind of know what Jamil's answer is, but I am curious to see what Dave's answer is going to be here. Okay. Who is a worse Big Brother player, Big Big D or Aza? Ooh, I think. Big, D, who's worse? Who's who's? You know, it's the. Hmm. It's almost it's almost it's almost a draw for me. Like they're, right. they're it's you not. know, it's for <laughs> me. It's it's like they're both bad, and uh, I think they're both easily manipulated. So, and I think they're both not well in tune with what the dynamics of of certain things in the game are. Dave, there's a couple of things I disagree with you with that statement. Okay, Jamil, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. What do you got? So easily manipulated. I don't think they're easily manipulated. Um, the The thought process of being easily manipulated means anyone can manipulate them, which is not the case. Um, Xavier and Kylan are finding it extremely difficult to manipulate uh, Big D because he just goes into business for himself mm-hmm. stupidly and harms everyone's game. So that I, I would disagree on that last point. And I think Kylan and... Um, Xavier are now realizing how much behind the scenes work other people in the cookout were doing in terms of keeping like the wheels going, like make sure Aza didn't get involved and do anything, make sure Big D didn't get involved and do anything that would be harmful to the plan. Because this dude is like leaking so much, it is ridiculous in terms of for Kylan and also for X. The second part to you is like, you think that they're basically the same. I think now we can fully state that Aza can win competitions, right? More mm-hmm. so than Big D. Because I think if it was Xavier versus Big D in that that rolling competition, I think that if it is true, which I don't believe, that X was throwing it, Big D would still find a way to have X win. I'm at that point. I'm I'm fully convinced now that this dude just either mentally or a combination of he just doesn't have it in him to to win. Okay, I have a question based on what you said, Jamil. Because what I said to Amanda was that I feel like Big D is a player that is is a goat, doesn't know he's a goat, and is kind of being like the idiot savant that's just getting to the end, which we've seen multiple times in Big Brother. This is Victoria. This is Spencer. This uh, from Spencer. Yeah, he's an idiot savant. No, Gina I mean, Marie was was that was their she, version. She was also an idiot savant. Um, there was two of them in that season. That's why it was kind of easy for anyone. But that's neither here nor there. Aza is the type of player that is so bad that when she even wins a competition and gets power, she doesn't even know how to use it. Like, I don't know. For me, Aza is a worse player than Big D. Big D is more delusional. I'll give you that, 100%. I would disagree. 
Okay. Why? Okay. Why is Big D? If Big D had power in this season at any point, I think he would have taken out a big player. You know, he would have taken out. It would have been a woman, but you probably know. Tiffany. He would have. He would have went after Tiffany probably before the cookout got to the cookout. If he had, because he was so, the most likely to go rogue. I think so. If if Big D and Aza both had power, and it was at a pivotal time with the cookout, right? And Tiffany needed to not go. Do you think Oz would get uh, um, Tiffany out or screwed up so Tiffany is gone? Or do you think Big D would screw it up or going to business for himself to get Tiffany gone? Okay, I know I that's agree. a very specific case. Right. It's a very specific case. My point is Aza got down to a final five HOH. And mm-hmm. and she not only let her closest ally go up the block, her closest You're ally. the impression that Hannah is, was a close ally. No, I'm not talking about Hannah. I'm talking about Big D. Big D ended up going up on the block and, you know, she had the opportunity to not put both X and Kylan on the block, knowing that most likely one of those guys was going to win the H uh, the veto so that they were going to pull. And then he could, then she could have put up Hannah to replace and got out whoever she like, she could have saved big D the block if that was her closest ally. And she didn't do that. She left Kylan off the block and then he wins, you know, and that was the biggest mistake to me. Like from Aza, just like didn't know how to play her HOH, and uh, you know. So for me, like I don't know. I, I I agree with what you're saying. Big D is delusional, and that's a wild card. And I agree, Aza would make a more straightforward decision most of the time. But man, like it's tough so, to screw up that so bad. Aza was coming from a perspective of she she's the type of player that goes sees point B. And walks from point A to point B, and that that's 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 her method of travel. Just she just walks straight there, right? She doesn't look around to see if any cars are in the way. She just, hey, I need to get to point B. She just walks straight there. Throughout this season, the one thing that we've seen consistently is that no one has used a veto without the permission of the HOH, right? Which is wrong. Which is wrong gameplay in Big Brother as a whole. But that has been the consistent thing that's happened, right? You can more or less say that is the house rule. rule. It's like an unwritten rule, rule, yeah. Same thing like everyone deserves a pity vote, right? House rule. The only people that didn't get a pity vote is what? Um, Tiffany, Hannah, right? Didn't get pity votes. When they didn't want it to split to an HOH tie, it was more that the pity votes weren't in play here. Um, Yeah, and I think, like, Oz's reaction tonight in some of her her diary room sessions were a bit surprising to me. I guess it was Friday night, not tonight's episode, but Friday night's episode. I got it. There was a few times I raised a few eyebrows with Oz, just like, uh, eh, you know, she was saying, like, I would feel played if if, uh, Xavier puts up me and Big D now. Like, is that when you feel played? Like, is it or is it, you know, I think you it's it's more about this veto. And and I don't think you have an expectation necessarily that you should um uh have a say in its use necessarily, like any more than especially when you get down to this stage of the game, because you're at final five at this stage. Every, everyone's saying that they have final say, they should have final say. The but- the, the HOH should have final say. No, like in terms, everyone's throwing in their P. Uh, are we talking about the veto for Final Four? Or are we talking about uh, five? Five. I'm talking about the five. Five. This it's the expectation 
she's she's still playing by the cookout rules. Right. And so yeah. that would indicate bad player. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, is we're yeah. under the impression yeah. that she's a terrible player. I think we're, we're arguing about who is the bigger, who is the worst player, Big D or Aza. And I was, my response was, like, I, I think they're both terrible. Aza has rules that she she follows, and that's she has the a rules code. She's, yeah, she stays by it. She makes a deal, she stays with her deal. That's the type of player she, she is. That type of player isn't necessarily one that that's should be holding power because they can be easily manipulated. Because it's like, well, you said this, you're not going to change that, right? She takes a people at face B. value. A to B, right? That's right. why she didn't work with Hannah because she already had pre-existing deals, right? Right, right. So conflict of interest for her. She is a straightforward player. She's a straight if shooter. Hannah, if Hannah wanted to get in, Hannah should have put in work beforehand. She didn't. That's why she's gone. That's the only reason why she was gone. She would have been able. She would have been able to to handily um, have that um, HOH situation not happen to her, and because she um, was sleeping at the wheel and. Aza did what she did. Tiffany had a better relationship with Aza. If it was Tiffany, Aza would not have done that. Why didn't Tiffany and Hannah, who are so closely aligned, try to make a deal with Aza at the six? Tiff Tiffany was trying to to make a deal with Aza, but she tried right? harder what? to make a deal with Kylan. Was it too late at that stage to make no. that deal with Aza? No, it wasn't too late. It wasn't too late. Tiffany was putting in work, but there wasn't the the consistency with um Hannah and Aza, which who has not had a good relationship, and then they were wait, able to wait, though, with that with the harmony. Big blue couch, grab a seat and some popcorn with your friends. They have worked together, they have worked together <laughs> in harmony, musically, musically. yes, <laughs> right. But if Jeff, you yourself, if you had a choice between Aza. Um, Hannah and Tiffany versus Kylan, Tiffany, and Hannah. You're yes. taking the Kylan deal. Of course, of course. But I, this is the whole problem with like the, the girl power argument. It's it, they only use it when it's convenient. You know, well, like, shouldn't you? It, well, yeah. <laughs> but then it, it came around where it would have been convenient. And it didn't end up working out so well for Hannah. Right? It's also we're also thinking about how the audience reacted on the outside, and there's a big chunk of the Big Brother fan base, especially the live feed fan base, that you know was definitely, uh, uh, I think, pulling for Tiffany and for Hannah and for like to see these guys of the cookout men, like Xavier, Kylan, especially, and D Big D actually, all three of them, like seeing the the misogyny trample down. No, there was there... so there's nothing wrong with guys hooking up and going to the end. That isn't the that. problem. That isn't the misogyny part. The attitude in which they did it, that is the issue. It's not right. like yeah. Tiffany or Hannah was downplaying X or Kylan's ability, right? Right. Right. Like there was but a we thing. See the absolute flip side on the thing where they just disregard what was done. Like Big D, who seems to be a woman hater a little bit. And did least, Big more D's, than a little bit. Amanda told me that Big D said something to the effect that, like, Oh, we can't let Aza get to the final two because there's too many women on the jury and they'll vote for her just because she's a woman. Yeah. So right. Which I think maybe one or two might, but overall I don't think that's gonna be a deal. You so know? Big D has been saying that for a while. Yeah. And Anna heard um Hannah heard about it and complained about it, and Big D um X was there. So when Big D said it again. 
acts like, oh yeah, uh, the the women don't like it when you say that. Like just mm-hmm. right, right, right. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which I, well, I do think there is sometimes that happens in Big Brother where it's like, well, I'm just going to vote for this person because I relate more to this person because X reason, you know, and uh, sometimes it is like the, the the female thing, you know, and like didn't Davon kind of vote for Nicole F to win because she was like, yeah, and she regrets it to this. She regrets right. it. <laughs> well, She's otherwise. I think people would vote. I think there are women who would vote for a woman winner, but women resent the idea that. Um, that you that you're telling them they're going to do that, you know, especially right. to beds. No, yeah. Are they uh, are they going to look? Do we honestly think that Hannah and Tiffany are going to vote Aza over X? No, I don't think um, they will. No, uh, no. But I could see, I could see maybe like Brittany, a Brittany or um, a Claire. Yeah, that, I know? I could see that. But to say that it's just an automatic given, no. Yeah, no. no, no. I said which, might. Which one or issue? two might. Yeah, I get. I get. It's right. insulting, but it's 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 still like it's just an opinion. Like it, you know, it too. It's not like he's committed. He's also playing the game, and he's trying to angle. You know, it's a bad. It's a bad way to do it. But he's angling the guy angle because I think he said a few weeks ago. Big D said that he wanted to get to the final three with Kylan and Xavier because he thought for sure. Kylan or Xavier would take him to the final two, which actually is a half decent strategy if you want to finish second place, which seems like kind of what he's doing, but he thinks he's going to win. No, he deserves to be in the final two, Jeff. He said, right. right, Do you think think Kylan's going to take Big D over X? But I think X, I think X will take Big D. (laughs) I think X will. Yes. Yes. And okay, so, and if somehow if if Big D was the final HOH and he had to pick some, but he had to pick between Kylan and Xavier, who would he want to take? He would take uh, Kylan because he likes Kylan more. No, I don't think so. Oh, really? I think it take. I think it would take X. That's funny. That's interesting because um, I do think Big D has a chance to make an argument that would somewhat work if that happened. But if he just gets dragged to the end and he gives the delusions of grandeur that he's had all season. I want to watch that. I want to see the jury laugh in his face. Groan? The, the groans that will come from that jury, you know, um, will be... It, It'll more be than Jackson like, Mickey. If yeah. it's an Azza, like, big D final, it's going to be like, vote for the worst. Like, which, which could happen, because if Kylan goes, and then it goes to the final three, Azza, big D, and Xavier, and Xavier happens to lose... The final three HOH, which could happen. Oz is going to take Big D. Oz is going to take Big D. Big D, yeah. you think we'll take Xavier? Why would he do that? Delusions of great. Delusions of great. I think I think he wants to bro down with uh, his fellow Baldy, or was yes. it as he says uh, to Xavier? And so, so here's an interesting thing. X was talking strategy with Big D and trying. I think we saw a little bit of it, but they cut stuff out of it when he was talking about the final final HOH. Right, and right, and he floats this idea. What if we cut Kylan this week? Yeah, so he, so there's a better chance for them. But uh, Big D was like, "Okay, well, you win part one, and then you know you'll part right. two. Right, I you'll win this. part two, and then we'll face off against each other." And he's like, no, "No, that's not how it works. Like, if I win part one, you're gonna have to face Oz in part two. And he's like, "Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you did not understand <laughs> the final HOH like structure Rules. at all." Did he right. watch the season? It's been the same forever, did he, right? Did he not watch the season they gave him to watch? 
I don't think he was paying attention. He fell asleep. He, he was. Uh, he fell asleep. He was snoring <laughs> while in the final episodes. Yeah. So you have. So X is under the is looking at it like okay, I can beat Big D in part one or part two for sure. And if he makes it to part three, I can beat him like that. If it's Kylan, there's a chance that Kylan could beat me in part one or part two or part three. Oh yeah, Kylan right. is almost equally matched with Xavier in terms of I think. Um, ability to win like you know they they're both they're both mental and physical threats yeah but with aza x believes he can beat him beat her in maybe one or two right but part three there could be issues because aza has her days she has her yes. days locked. aza could win a part three for sure right if it's, if it's just a scale competition and it's yes. just like, what and, it is. Yeah. but at the same yeah. time she can also beat big d yep so like he's like the the chances are it better for for me to face Aza, right? But Aza won't take me. Kylan would take me though. So it's all about what Xavier wants for his final three, and what's well, the best option for him? Well, from X perspective, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From X perspective. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to understand if I was Xavier, which what's the? I guess the best case scenario for Xavier is to go with Kylan and Derek F because both of those people take him to the final two. So whether he wins or loses, correct. And and he probably but, beats him at the final two. So obviously, Azza has to be his target. But we're we're looking from the outside in, and we're looking at Kylan. Definitely is going to take him, right? Um, but X isn't so sure. I now, wouldn't be Big, so sure either. Yeah, but Big D wants to um, have a final three where it's Kylan and um, and Derek. Um, sorry, Kylan and X, um, which is the bad play because Ozzy would definitely take him. And so would X. What do you think that means to Derek F? Why? Okay, like he he's been pretty close with Aza throughout this game, but now he's like, "You're not one of the boys, so you're not in my you're, yeah." I'm re I'm ready to see you go here. I'd rather Kylan stay in the game to these final three. A guy he complains about not winning competitions and not being able to get there. Kylan is major competition, and he 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 uh, he doubles his chances of accidentally winning one of these final <laughs> HOHs just by getting Kylan out of here. You know, like if 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 somehow Aza yeah. gets disqualified or something or times out or uh, yeah. who knows, right? Yeah, like if, if Big D goes to the final three with X and Kylan, he's he's sitting on finale night hoping one of them takes him. That's what's yeah, happening. That's, that's all he'll and he'll be like, you never want you never won a competition, you never won a veto, you never had a say, but you and you were on the block a few times and you always survived. So which kudos, I don't but... think okay, I know it is in this modern day big brother. But that should not be a knock on a player. If you got to the end and never won a comp, that should be just as good as the getting to the end and never being put on the block. You know, that should like the fact that you got to the end and you never won anything or had power is impressive in some way. It's socially, yes, definitely. Socially, yes. Right. It doesn't like people put different. Uh, values based upon their own thought process and um, majority has resulted in win comp wins dictating that things are more important than others. Mm -hmm. Like um, the, the problem with Big D once again, <laughs> right, right. the problem with Big <laughs> D is the agency. 
There's no agency at all. At no point that we can see that he has done anything to result in actually anything like a result for the game. We have yet to see it, right? We can at least say... (laughs) Sorry. The DR is the most that he's done in this game, right? We could at least say Azza has won a competition. One competition, Azza has won. One HOH and one Vito, right? No, just one no, HOH. One HOH. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Okay. She didn't, even, she didn't even win a wild card. Neither, you know, like they won nothing. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. And she won she won a double eviction HOH, which isn't nothing, but like it was a it was four it was four players playing and it was rolling balls. And that, she had to win it. I'm not taking taking her credit away, but once uh, she did win that competition, to me, what matters more is what you do with the power once you get the power. It's not winning the power. Winning the power is arbitrary. It's how you use the power that should matter. So, right. So, but why are we then putting value on X's earlier um, I, HOH win? I don't. Well, you know? A lot of people do, and yeah. they're like, "Well, X won HOH earlier on." It's like, "Well, does that really matter when you have a the committee working in the background, making sure that you don't screw up?" Where, where, yeah, where, where X gets credit is that you know he kind of took out players that were, you know, problematic to the cookout, and and he lo- he was viewed so- a- as a player that was. Um, controlling things, even though I don't think he really was. He was just this big target that sat in the house the whole time and nobody went after him. That's always I, a view as good. I would say that, I, I, in my opinion, and this is just my perception of the game, I think that X has been running this game, but not solely. I think he's been running it with Tiffany, with Kyland. But he hasn't with, been running it with them. You know, like, they like I think those just... three have been like the, the masterminds of the season. Um, and, uh, I think that everyone else is maybe Hannah a bit. Um, but I I think you're under, you're overvaluing X and undervaluing Hannah. I think that the, okay. Like even fine, fair enough. Fine. The four of them. That's just, that's just, I'm not saying facts. (laughs) I'm just saying you're giving your opinion. I'm giving mine. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. yeah. Hannah, Tiffany, Kylan, Xavier are the four, like they're, they're, they're they're the people who've been running the show since for almost since week one. Yeah, I don't view it that um, way. I mean, I really don't. I view it that the cookout's been running the show for a while. That is the cookout. That is no, the brain, the brain trust of the cookout. Aza and Hannah and, H- H- and uh, DF are non-voting members of the. Cookout, no, they are. Right? They like, needed their votes to vote people out, Dave. They needed to. The, they needed the, their silence to make sure that the alliance worked. They, you know, like the, to say that just because they won the comps, like Hannah and Xavier and Kylan, that they're running the house because they won the comps. No, the alliance was running the house. Aza and Big D could have blown up that alliance at any time and flipped the house if they had wanted to. They didn't want to. So to me, it's the alliance was running the house, not one or two or three or four people. It was all six. That's how I look at it. Uh, I disagree. I think Aza and Big D have been duds. I think that they are involved in conversations as much as like Tiffany and Xavier and them wanted to tell them. You know, and they had to pacify them a lot because Big D wanted to blow up the alliance all all season long. You know, and so and Azza was just like, "Why are we lying to people? Why can't we do this?" But they didn't do it. They didn't do it, and and they they got to the six, and once they got to the six, then you got to see who's going to win based off who's good at competitions, and that's what that's what we saw play out. 
They also yeah. knew Aza and Hannah or Aza and Big D weren't good at competitions. And right. as cookout members, they thought they, they were easy to because like we talked about it on Thursday. Like I, I thought that it was gonna be Tiffany and Hannah versus X and Kyland at this stage, um, because they saw each other as the two sides of now of the now that they were finally down to the six. And Aza and Big D can we can worry about later. Uh get the big threat out from the other side as soon as possible from tiffany's perspective it was x from uh i guess from hannah's perspective it was kyland um you know and uh from and, perspective for a short bit it was kyland as well right well Oz has been up and down with kyland and then she suddenly made this deal where she had complete loyalty to him and this well she didn't make this deal kyland smartly picked her up well, she didn't have to agree to it, but she did. So, and she and she's a stick to her guns kind of a lady. Uh, and she's if she makes a deal, she's she's gonna see it through. And so, we um, just in that whole beginning of the episode, like where Hannah got voted out, and how she was like, "I want Hannah gone." She was like not trying to protect Hannah in this in the in this, and but she was not happy with the fact that uh, Kylan took Xavier off the block. She didn't like that, but she was not. She she was kind of targeting Hannah, right? In this in this double well, eviction. What what was Han, what was Hannah's whole argument to Kylan and Xavier was stroking their egos. You want to play with good players? I'm a good player. Get Big D out of here. How do you think Oz is going to take that? You know, like why right. wouldn't I, like the whole idea? Like I get why Aza wanted Hannah out because you know they weren't aligned, and even just because they're girls doesn't mean they should be. But I thought Aza should have done it because. She's like almost guaranteed to go here at the four, unless they backdoor or uh, Kylan, or just front door them. Um, well, you, but you could put Xavier and Kylan up if you're Aza too. But she's not going to do it because because right. Kylan is now her 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 ally. Right, but that would uh, be that would be protecting Big D and Hannah. And if Hannah won the veto, then all of a sudden Big D has to go up anyway. If Hannah plays it, she wanted Hannah on the block because she knew Hannah had a great chance to win that veto. And I think, you know, I think she made a mistake. I think she put a, should have put Kylan and Hannah on the block, actually, now that I rethink about it now, because those two players had the best chance to win that veto. But X was right there, too. Um, and because she wanted to make sure uh, Big D didn't hit the block. That was her whole goal. And he did anyway. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the whole thing with Hannah being like, you know, he was, she, uh, or as a, in her confessional, she was like, Hannah came at me right after the, like, right after I won HOH and I talked to her in the bathroom first and she was rapid fire questions like, who are you gonna put up? Who are you gonna do? And I could tell that like the Hannah Aza relationship is not necessarily the strongest outside of their rendition of big blue couch. Uh, you know, like right. that they get along fine, but maybe don't have a super, like there's a, they're just not close. I don't Jamil. think they respect they each other's game. players. Yeah. They don't talk. Game. They don't talk game, right? So they've been yeah. in this cookout for 10 weeks, but they're not really that tight, you know? They don't respect like, each other as players. They respect, but they're but in term but the relationship is sort of superficial. Hannah had better relationship with everyone else in the cookout with the exception of Hannah and Big D. And is that is that was that kind of Hannah's maybe uh flaw in her game ultimately? <laughs> well, she invested in in the individual she thought were going to be there later in the game. I work with the winners. Oz is a loser. Is that was that Hannah? <laughs> Not specifically. She didn't say that's, that. That's Someone brought up an interesting point. Um, listening to Taryn and company, that um, it was last week. So her her final week, I believe, um, she surpassed um, Frenchie in the amount of DRs that she received. Hannah did. Yeah. 
So that's what they were talking about. What Zingbot was talking about when they said she was invisible. Yeah, they have not. She has not had DRs like Frenchie in the time right. that he was there had more DRs than than Hannah. Dang, Nam. Um, um, what? Why? Why is Hannah anti um, DR? Because every time she's in the DR, she was saying some sort of mean <laughs> comment about somebody. Wait, why <laughs> do you say she's anti DR? It's I, not I her, it. she who decides. Yeah, right. Oh, you mean they they just don't call her to the DR very often because they don't like what No, they, they get. didn't use anything f- from her DRs. Like, everyone goes in the DR. Some yeah. more than others, yes. But, like, she has not been presented. The only time I have, like, Hannah, you're right. Most of her clips are, are um, like, just live clips or stuff. Like, her talking to Brent or whatever. But, the one, like, you know, th- this is one of them. In no universe was I ever going to use the veto on you. You know, the other one was this. Sketch B. Um, so she's, yeah, she's had that. I don't know. Like, I don't know if she's a popular character or not. One um, other one other thing. I don't know if Amanda told you this, Jeff. But um, when ranking people, like, um, in another program's um, coverage, they do rankings for players each week. And... Um, they have a number system based upon like 10 being what Dr. Will and Derek and, and Dan Damn. and one is Victoria as the worst. The worst she's, she's the lowest of the standards. Yes. Tell me about this. Yes. Um, people are seriously thinking of removing Victoria as the worst big brother player I'm of all time it. as like the example, the, the, the prototype as the worst or, Creating a lower value than one to Zero. 0. 0.5 for oh. Big D. <laughs> um, is that is fair? It, is that is fair? It, but is it? Uh, I think it might. He's be. worse than he's a worse player than Victoria. Yes. Is he, how is like that's a French? That's harsh. How is Frenchie a better player than Big D? Frenchie could win a competition. So he literally again. It doesn't matter about winning competitions. It's about I mean, what week you one do. Hoh. Having a plan, right? His plan was overtly ambitious, right? His maneuvering, was... his maneuvering was ill ill thought, but at least you can you can understand you can track his thought process. You can track. His I always wanted to start a, an alliance called the Slaughterhouse. <laughs> yeah, Remember the that great Slaughterhouse alliance? Remember the Slaughterhouse? Right. They, they they were amazing. Are we arguing like that Devin shouldn't come into this either? He was also in 16. I mean, there's some. I guess it's a, that... it's a player that makes it far in the game, but is a really ineffectual player, I think is what right. we're talking about. Like when you compare right. like a Gina Marie or I guess a Derek F or a Victoria, Beast Mode Cowboy, even, yeah. I think but is. G- uh, but wouldn't, wouldn't we, Gina Marie at least was like the right hand person to power? Right, and not like a just not till exterminators, not till the exterminators really happened, and that's really near the end of that season. Like yeah, she wasn't like really with McCray and Amanda and all those. Was and McCray, McCann, and, and and Andy were kind of more, and Judd and and them right. were more the the doing those things, and I guess Spencer a little bit, yeah, and then Gina Marie flipped onto their side because Gina Marie was like with Aaron and. Uh, the Mean Girls and all that, you know, Melissa. against Candace uh, for a long time. Howie, she lost- 
Howie, you know, Howie. and all those things. Yeah. And like, I guess every season has a player that gets farther than anybody likes, you know, a player, this player doesn't deserve to be here anymore. But, but the level of play with those characters differs. Like mm -hmm. Gen City was kind of garbage, but she wasn't absolute garbage. Right. She was just ineffectual. But she wasn't delusional. She wasn't delusional. See, okay, so are we just talking about delusional here? No, I think it's a combination of things where it like creates a perfect uh, storm, a perfect storm. Okay. okay, because like I don't know, players that never get power and go far in the game but are delusional. I can almost like I can't forgive it, but like I can't. I, condemn they're it. In that, they're in that. I can't get. Yeah, I can't uh, condone or condemn it because, like, they're in that house for like ninety days. They never have power the entire time. And what are they supposed to do? Like, just be down on themselves and just be like, you know what? Not going my way. You know, like, and that's it. Doctor you know? Will would have periods where we'd have absolutely no quote unquote power, but right. yet hold all the power. Yes. Right? He would just manipulate and, and scheme and, and maneuver. But like with Big D, there's no maneuvering. He's just like a whale that has like ineffectual gravity and people push and pull things in his orbit. Like he's the only one that didn't have anyone to contribute, like to, to take care of or to pair up with with the cookout. Right. I, I, guess, I guess we right. have to ask, ask ourselves, what's the number one reason Big D is still in the house? The number one reason, Dave? He's easy to beat. Okay. So, uh, and Jamil, easy to beat in the end or easy to beat in competitions? Uh, both. I, I, but I, what, don't even think, I don't even think that's the reason, though. What do you think the reason he's because, still in the house, Because making a deal with him in, what was it, day 14 for X? Wasn't well, this that... came up tonight. Yeah, day 13, he said. I made a final two with, with uh, Derek F on day 13. First, we've heard of it on the show mm -hmm. um yeah. you know and he's like that's the one i want to honor because that's the my best chance in my mind of winning seven hundred fifty thousand. that's Plus, why he deals with everyone and then but it's just, just like, like, the like tonight <laughs> tonight in the dr like uh derek uh, sorry xavier and uh kylan in particular were just annoying me the way they were selling me this double eviction stuff and the way they were xavier was like selling well you know all these things even when like kylan voted to keep derek f he's like you don't even know the things that derek f has done in this game Did, he's been he all never got an explanation as to what that meant no because it's a complete fraud and Which, so it like like you know to me as an audience member that should that has to be explained that's like yeah. i i have to close off that hanging that hanging yeah. line there was no that, time we had to have the csi vegas competition go on for like 25 minutes I'm, I'm so, by the way when they're smiling when that clip is playing i'm like this is creepy there's like dead bodies <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like this is, this is I'm creepy su i'm surprised we like i i understand i'm surprised we haven't been complaining about that competition like like because to me all this time could have been just discussing that that horrible horrible like HOH well, competition. Okay, I actually liked it. So or we're gonna be on, on opposite ends here because no, I Jeff. thought it was bad. What why was it bad? Explain too it. long. 
Okay, you mean for TV? It was too long. Yeah, it went on. It was by the time it, we got to Kyland, it was like kill me. Like what the hell? Like I, you're gonna have to investigate my CSI here. Okay, um, that's not what I meant by what. When I was a good, the I think it was a really alone. The explanation alone felt like it took five minutes. <laughs> I thought it was a very fair competition, and that's what I was more referring to. There, it was actually it had nothing to do with athletic prowess, and it had nothing to do with trivia. It was it was more observation. It was like an escape room. Yeah, it was. It was an escape room, and anybody can win that. Boring. That's... It was boring. I would have to agree with Big D there. I I was like, I just want to fast forward to see who wins. Like I didn't care. I, I couldn't fast that. forward. I had it on like on demand, and I couldn't fast forward through this. I'm just waiting. I'm like, it was too. Bad. <laughs> and I just I I just felt like. It's a whole lot of work for nothing. Where I I don't understand this the event design where it just seems like hey, um, we we have we have to move the clipboards over. They could have just had the board and just select it instead and just say this is the one. <laughs> like I know Ky- why Kylan lost this. If you were paying attention, he lost it because he thought it was a good idea to eliminate all the the choices that didn't work and flip them over yeah. each one over i'm like what are you doing yeah you're insane yeah. you're absolutely insane he lost for five minutes roughly he, to xavier uh he no, it was yeah four minutes or something yeah but yeah he was very proud that he got it on the first buzzer beat you know so yeah because it took him forever to do it like just just imagine like they cut like he seemed like the quickest in the recap of what he did, but it was like slow as ass, five minutes, and that would have been just flipping things over. Or like, I'm gonna study each of the little the little marks to make sure it's correct. But him you and know? Big D had very similar times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Big D, right? He's not he's not good at these things, right? We saw he he took probably a long time, and 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 Kylan maybe was fast and got it right on the first try, but he's he was so methodical with it, just like he is with his strategy. That uh, you know, just um, it, it cost him, and, and Xavier just hustled, you know. And then you saw him afterward. Kylan's like, "I'm so stupid. How could I be so stupid?" Yeah. He was so loud that Big D went to check on him. Yeah, he's like, "You all right, man? <laughs> you beat me." Yeah. If that makes you feel better, he's like, "That doesn't make me feel better." No, I was supposed to beat you. Yeah, you're Big D. That's why we kept you around. So, Jeff. Um, Back to your question, because you asked Jeff, Jamil and I, like, why do you think Big D is still in the house? What do you, what, what, where do you sit on this? Like, why do you think they've they've kept him for so long? Okay, especially when they got to six and they could have cut him at the at, at, right at the six, like they were talking about. I think they decided to keep him well before the six, like well before the cookout really had a stranglehold even on the game. The I think the the boys knew that if they could get to six with Big D. And they could keep him loyal, which they knew they could because he is kind of doing the misogynist stuff, um, that they were gold. And that's to me why he's still in the game. It was because the big, the two big boys decided he was their best path to the end a long time ago. Yeah. And maybe didn't tell us or tell even the Alliance members as much or as such. Right. right. Like, uh, but I think I, I, I tend to agree. All us guys are together and sticking it out to the end. I now, think as long as there's there were women in the game, there were there were energy that Big D can focus on, and that was definitely to the benefit of the 
the two um, guys in the alliance. At nice. the same time, I think um, Tiffany had no qualms in keeping um, Big D at six. Her focus was on Xavier because Big D is so obvious in terms of his thought process from her perspective that like a known like that that can't win is perfect to kind of work around right okay like okay also big d was also effective for not only cook up with the boys to convince the girls that they needed to get out that it, the cook didn't exist that like you saw a bunch of scenes in this sh- in the show where like with Alyssa, like oh well i'm the the last poc and it's like you know am i next because i'm halfway no no girl like 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 he was good at deflecting and i don't i wouldn't have bought it but Alyssa did claire did you know you know what i'm trying to say like you know so my question my question is is like do you think derek f is a worse player than josh martinez uh no josh martinez way better player than derek yeah i think they're the same player no, no way. Josh Martinez was very self-aware and understood that Paul was the villain he of the season. That self-aware, like, he understood that Paul was the villain of the season, and he and he had great uh, goodbye messages to all of them. That's why he won the game. Yeah, and and Paul was not taking any kind of credit whatsoever. Right. He well, knew. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul kept blaming everybody else, never taking responsibility for his lies or anything like that. Um, and and. Derek, F. but to me, Derek F is just like it's the same level of volatility and goes off the handle and wants to go rogue and do his own going for business for himself all the time. Um, but Rest never gets to, just, you know, he uh, wants to, but he doesn't like he wasn't doing that. Like he he keeps relying on not only the cookout, but the, the two boys to make sure that he keeps getting further in this game. You saw it tonight where he went on the block and he was a little upset, but he was like, I'm just going to chill out and I'm just going to hope this goes my way. And it did. And that's how he's played the whole season is exactly like that. And that's not necessarily bad gameplay. You know, a bad game player would get pissed off and go, why am I on the block? What the hell, guys? You know, that's what a bad game player would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I, so I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of on this thing where I don't think Derek F is the worst big brother player that ever has lived. Like he's not, but he's not the best either. He certainly doesn't. He's delusional and thinks Who he deserves to be in the final two. Um, and I, just I think don't think Frenchie to me is a worse big much worse season. Player. Yeah, I mean, I I know it's hard to like see it, but you hate you hate this man so much, Jamil. You're by <laughs> just your blood rage. It's not hate. It's not, it's not hate. He, it's not hate. He just thinks that that he's trash. He, he calls him trash all the time. It, well, he's. I see why <laughs> Amanda Amanda says the same thing. Okay, Amanda has the exact same opinion that Jamil has on Big D that he is uh, the worst Big Brother player of all time. That he's delusional. That it's a trifecta. It's a delusional, bad Look, a game, bad comp player, and bad meme. relationship manager. You know, yeah, and you know, trash, so being wait, hold on a second. Being trash isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. I refer to myself as being legit trash, straight up. Oh, I, well, I don't. I would not call you right? that, but right. uh, that's but, fine. But go that's on. Cool. I've, I've worked my magic on you for you to have a different <laughs> opinion about me, but <laughs> at the same time, right? Like I can, I can understand a trash player. I can, you can work with a trash player, right? Here's another example of that of a trash player. Well, Devin Even is. Marie. Devin, even Marie, yeah, even Marie. Like if yeah. if even Marie had power week one, 
<laughs> like you don't think she would do the exact same thing that Devin or or Frenchie did, right? Yeah, to make some elaborate scheme that would, you know, just seems too unwieldy. They're able to like to build up like their their case throughout the season. Like they they can find a way. If Devin didn't get any power, Devin could have lasted a while. Yeah, a little, little longer than he did. Yeah, well, yeah, Devin right. and Frenchie had very similar paths, right? Where if, like. If, do you think if Frenchie was still in the game, do you think uh, Frenchie would not have won? Um, I don't think a good portion of the cookout would be able to to function because it functioned on relationships and pairs, right? And he was the one calling out pairs from the get-go. There's no way that they would have been as effective if Frenchie was still in the game. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a very different game. If that oh, had yeah. been the case, but I and we didn't get to see Frenchie for long enough to know how long term he would have compared. We but saw more like, than Hannah. We saw more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, as I mentioned, Gen City. Um, who else? You know what? We should get a whole season, a whole season of Gina Marie, Devin, Gen City, uh, Big D, Frenchie. Let's throw them all, all these in big the house. personalities with trash gameplay. Have that. Yes. It. Yeah. Just see what they do. I'm, that's but, what I. That's why I don't throw. Don't throw any masterminds in. Only people who can no, barely. They're masterminds. It'll they just be yeah. called. <laughs> they think they're masterminds, but yeah. they're not. Big Brother Trash Season yeah. Twenty Four. <laughs> uh, Ken constantly refers to this as being the mastermind season, and they're like, "Oh yeah, oh, they recognize God. my brilliance. This is great." <laughs> <laughs> right? Extra long DRs, please. Have the DRs on on um on um live feeds. Right. Instead of instead of big B, BB All Stars, BB Trash Stars. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm I, here for it. Like just call I'm it what lucky. it is. Yeah, and like and and get, or, or second chances or something like that. You know, if you want to be nicer, um, people who like fizzled out, all pre jury people maybe even. Um, no, Victoria, Raven, Victor- Raven, get Raven back. Oh my get god, get all the really bad Raven, players. Victoria, Gina Marie. All right. <laughs> Like, yeah. who's going to win competitions? It'll be like, <laughs> we have to put Devin. a timer. I was going to win. Devin will be back, and he'll win everything. Um, get, the following week, he'll get voted out. Yeah. Okay, so after the whole competition, which we talked about, I thought it was too long. Jeff thought it was just right. No, uh, no, I liked the competition as he liked far the as competition, yeah. But I didn't like how long I didn't like how long it was, but that's because there's no gameplay to like there's nothing. But going that, on. then we got all this 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 stuff afterwards where it was like it was pretty much on it was Thursday night. It seemed like the aftermath of the HOH. Like they're still in the same clothes from Thursday night, largely for a lot of this episode. Uh Xavier's just wearing the same basketball shorts and stuff, and like they're all do like Alza's got the pink on and whatever, until like the I guess the next day when they were doing a couple of, when they had they the ceremony, nominations. when they actually did the nominations. So Xavier was crying when he wanted, when he, after he found out he won, he goes in and he does a little fist Such pump a woman and, look at being so emotional. Yeah. He's like, I've won almost a million dollars. I can taste it. I can or like, well, like, like Kylan says, I can feel it, not just taste it. I can feel it. Um, you know, uh, I so want know, to cheer for this man. He's so one of Jeffrey. Xavier, yeah, like because he's just so entitled, you know, it's hard. It, I guess that that's the, the his biggest detractor. Do Dave, I'm gonna be able to like in a couple months, I'll be able to walk away and like be fine with him being the winner. I'll be fine with it. Even Kylan, I'll be fine being the winner. I'll walk away. You know, all the sins from the past just disappear from me, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I'm so I'm so in the weeds, right? Um. It's just 
<laughs> it's just so hard right now. Um, like, if yeah, Oz, if Ozzy want if if like Ozzy won out for some reason, I could even feel fine with her winning. I could, I could. Sure, I could be right? fine with any of these people winning. I don't care who wins ever. Like. <laughs> When I when I say care about winning, right? Mm. Mind you, it's not. I I wanted Dan to win, but I don't mm. discredit Ian from winning. Ian won. Ian, yeah, like, sure. Ian did a great job, right? Andy, people hated Andy's rat floater game. Um, right, it's, it's still a win, and you know I could absolutely see it. Right? Hey, if they call me the worst Big Brother player of all time, and I still walk away with that check. It doesn't matter to me. I'll well, like when Jeff Martinez won, a lot of people said this is like he's like the worst player to ever win. But you know, it's I will I will um, pull my tears um, into a bowl, use some food coloring, and use it to sign my check. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Right? You won. You won. I was thrilled when Josh Martinez won. Dave, it was one of the only times at me the too. end where I cheered. Because I, I, I sometimes Who's I just... clicking. Who's so, so, whoever's clicking? Please stop. Stop me, uh, man. I, you're I, so OCD. What, what's it's like? like I, I, I hear, <laughs> I hear something in the background. Stop it, there, Dave. There's a tap that's running in your house. Please stop it immediately. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Dave. You can, listen back later. You'll know what I'm talking about. Um, like for me, Josh Martinez played a good game like he was just unlikable at the beginning and and paul was running the house and everything was going paul's way and christmas all these people were just like his sergeants and his you know and uh josh was a part of it and then he turned and he actually turned so i cheered for him you know that's what i cheer for i don't cheer for players like, like aza or these players that just go along the whole season and just or big d and just go i hope, hope I win. Like they're accidentally gonna win or something yeah yeah, like I don't like gameplay like that. I want to see some sort of active. You want um, agency. You want someone to like agency. race up and grab that torch and say, "I'm the winner. I'm That's the king right. of the mountain or the queen of the mountain, if it, if you will." And uh, and you know they, they they went out, especially uh, in Survivor. I know this about you. You love to see like somebody come alive at the end and like sort of win the respect of the jury. Well, right? in Survivor, it's a little bit different because a lot of you can. It's the only in Big Brother, this can't happen, but in Survivor, you can win out immunity once you get to the individual stage. You can just keep winning immunity idols, like Mike Holloway did, or whatever. Yeah, and and you can do that. And it's kind of exciting sometimes to watch. Uh, the problem is it's telegraphed, like Survivor, the editing, you're like, oh god, he's gonna win, you know, because you're not gonna get a Purple Kelly edit, right. they're going to show him he's going to get the most drs or or her whoever wins out like that uh that's what occurs uh in survivor what i respect is um is getting a majority alliance to vote against their interests like hans did uh you see boston rob do this quite often like these are the players that i think really were impressive uh to, to be able to like like dr will in in big brother like you said you mentioned earlier jameel um if you can never win a competition and get everyone to vote your way, which like I can see why big D has these delusions because he, I think he fancies himself a Dr. Will, but, and I'm or guessing Derek Levis, sir. 
No, Derek Levisser won that's competitions. He, <laughs> he, he always says in his his interviews, I'm like Derek, did Levisser. Because he, he watched which, the season. That's the delusion. That's where you're like, you are I not Derek Levisser. It's the only season he watched. And if he had watched Dr. Will before, I think it would be more. I think he would have played that angle in the DR more because like, you know, like he would have been like, I'm not, I don't even care about throw, uh, winning competitions. But the fact that he cares so much every time he loses hurts him. And and if he acted like it doesn't matter, I'm going to rely on my social game. I think he would have a bit more respect, but mm-hmm. it's because, you know, that's kind of how if, I look at if, him. If he watched any Dr. Will bookie seasons that first week, he would have been chill touting it up with, um, with Frenchie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Or with, or with, yeah, with Frenchie or with Aza, maybe, but no, I don't know if Aza would have. Uh, Aza's boogie. Yeah, Aza's boogie. Hey, ring, Aza, ring, ring. Aza's like, what's going on? Aza, pick up the phone. I, I, um, I don't understand what you're talking what's about. What's a phone? It's like, oh, oh, Han, hello. It's like, what's going on? Who is this? Aza, it's me. I'm right beside you. How come, it wouldn't be able to work. How come, like, yeah, why is it since? Boogie and Dr. Will, two guys that always went into the DR together. We don't see that like ever again. We don't ever see Hardly players ever, go into the, the only, DR yet together. The only, do, they only do that when there's like, oh, we're chained together. We have to, right. to do this. Or America's favorite player, which duh. <laughs> like Team America. Team America. And, yeah. And but, like, but like, how did Dr. Will and Boogie do that? Like, did they convince production? Hey, we just want to go in the DR together. Or did you know like how did that maybe happen? it was more like a speaker's corner booth in the old times? I don't know. No, like the, I don't think so. I think they were called, called in, in together. I just don't know how like how did they get away with that and like like and people were never like suspicious. Hey, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely suspicious if they're you know well now people like count and pay attention to what people are doing in the DR. Like, mm-hmm. oh he's in the DR again. Like what's going on? Right. Because uh, like Dr. Will pl- had the, the virtue of playing in the early years of the game, like just like those early survivor players and like a lot of the other reality shows, they have the benefit of being first and being sort of innovators, you know, uh, but, you know, um, it's also just as likely that you'll fail with it because you're trying something new. Uh, so it's risk reward. It's, uh, you know, I mean, credit, what it's credit due, <laughs> well, but... he said he's going to play survivor <laughs> one of these days when everyone forgets him. <laughs> Big D said today, guys. I know we're in thought spoilers, but this doesn't matter. Big D said tonight today. He goes. He doesn't think Janelle is a legend. And then Oz and Kylan both tell him that Janelle is absolutely a legend. Big D says, "I want to be a legend, a statement, a star." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe not. It's um, an eye roll. He's an eye roll and a half. I get it. He's an eye roll and a half for sure. Okay. Let's go to spoilers if we can, because there's nothing left from this episode really worth mentioning, right? Um, I never longed for the days of Ziggy Marley so much, uh, you know, like it's uh, <laughs> these Friday, like sort of final four HOHs because the final four HOH is like the most boring HOH of them all. Uh, and sometimes they bring in like they do a recap episode here or they bring in Ziggy Marley okay. or they bring in whoever. Um, why? Why is CSI Vegas considered a new show? I know it's just CSI. It's just it's CSI. like the Star Trek Enterprise of CSI, right? They're going back to Vegas and Grissom's back. Uh, it, it would back. be it would be Brave New World, but it's still different a different show than than CSI the original. It's, it's like, original. It's, it's like bringing back yeah. Law and Order and be like Law and Order New York, Law and Order Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, oh, that was what Law and Order was. It was all Manhattan. 
<laughs> and I, I hate procedurals, so. Oh, that was the other thing I said to Jane. And I'm like, why is every show like, uh, like it's either cops or crime scene investigators, NCIS, or they're hospital people, or they're firefighters, and they're always played by models, and they're on these trashy shows with bad writing, and like, bad, it, it, like they're they're all shot that, like CSI Miami. Unfortunately, um, Dave, people like my fiance watch those shows religiously. Is Amanda? Can, is Amanda the one I have to blame for this? Because I'm like, who watches and this? There's a lot of people that do. A lot, unfortunately. Clearly, they're making money off it, but I'm like, I feel so disconnected. I'm like, this does not appeal to me. But, the, but the thing is, they can pick it up every. They don't have to watch every episode, right? They it's just like it's show. just back. It's just TV. You don't have to it's, think it's, about it. It's a it's a straightforward formula that is cheap to make. Um, it isn't intensive for the actors involved. Like you can just pump out a ton of episodes. Um, it, it the budget is like you can do like three or four CSI procedural shows versus one sci-fi show. Right. But why do people like watching that? Because it's just like, you know, people like kind of like watching cops and keep, you know, watching firefighters. And it's like, Oh, they're heroes. Doctors, nurses, uh, paramedics, even the same reason why people watch sequels, people watch sequels, not necessarily because a sequel is going to be good it's because it's a known quantity it's a known concept that they can wrap their head around right what is harder to understand people describing what like the the matrix is versus someone going hey we're making a jurassic park 2 right <laughs> right and people might say well the matrix was a success yes and for every matrix there's the 13th floor there is strange days there's event horizon there is um sunshine there's a multitude of um high concept sci-fi movies that people are like what lawnmower man lawnmower man right that's right? deep cut for the lawnmower man right I, I thought the 13th okay. floor would have been considered a deep cut, but how, how about we go into the spoiler section now? We, and just I think we should. Mary's <laughs> here. She said she missed the whole show. Oh, sorry. We are off. The, we're on the wrong night or the right night or whatever, but let's get into it. Uh, if you're, if you're tuning out here, I'm going to plug the shows at the end, um, but uh, check out our other channels and everything else, but we're going to get right into the spoilers and then I'll plug, I'll plug all our different programs at the end. Here, here we go. <laughs> There you go. All right. Uh, we are now in the spoiler section, so we are looking ahead to Wednesday, this veto. And they kept saying tonight's episode, the final four veto is what it's all about. We already kind of knew this. HOH is just kind of being immune, right? Um, yep. And, uh, and uh, well, Daryl well, Clark, he let us know, uh, I think, today? Who won the veto? I think yeah, it was, it was, it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, who is it? It's your man, Dave. X gonna X. give it to you. X gonna Stop, give it to you. Drop, shut them down. Open up shop. It's a rough rider. Whoa, whoa. Um, yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> um, here's the deal. That when the HOH wins the final four of veto, I never like it. it. Sucks because you know they just basically get to decide who votes. Well, they, they get to rig it however they want. So actually, it can be good. It it was good the one year with season fourteen when I believe Danielle won 
was HOH and won the veto and and saved Dan so Dan could vote and then Dan voted out Shane. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I rewatched this recently because I love that season. So Dan told Danielle that he trusts her, but he doesn't think that Shane trusts him. And he wanted to prove to Shane that he trusts him. So the best way to do that <laughs> is to put the trust in him that he will save um, um, Shane, right? Yes. And then Daniel convinced Shane's the, Shane this. Yes, and, and he was not a fan of it. But yes. And then when they, when sh she saved Dan, you, all you hear is Ian go, what? what? <laughs> and then when, when Dan does his speech and then votes out Shane, all you hear is Ian go, what? Yeah. <laughs> but in, in moments like that, you understand why there was a case for Dan to win, right? And why Ian shouldn't win is because things like that where Ian had no control over, right? And the only reason why he was saved was because Dan had bigger fish to fry, right? Right. So. Um, but Danielle didn't win that season, I know. So she obviously, it didn't go well for her. Uh, yeah, because she didn't, Ian. She didn't make final two. She was close to third place. Yeah, Ian won final HOH. Could that happen to Xavier, Jeff? It could, but I mean, Xavier's not, you know, going up against Dan and Ian here. Like, wait, let's go. Are, are, are we, wait, <laughs> who's the Ian in this scenario? <laughs> Is Kylan Ian? No, Kylan would be Dan. Kylan's Dan. Wait, is I thought Xavier, Xavier's who? Uh, Danielle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Kylan's Dan. Dan. I guess, so I guess, who's say, Ian? Or Big D. Big D, I uh, guess. I guess it has to be Big D if he makes the tour here. Yeah. No, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be Aza? I guess. Okay. Well, I guess the if better Aza question here it. is the better question here is who is Xavier to want? Who does Xavier want to target? Who does he want to go here? Because he was like, it seemed like tonight's episode was indicating that he wanted Kylan to go now. He wants to cut Kylan. He doesn't really want to sit next to him at the end. That's not like, like he knows that's kind of He wants the best risky. case scenario for himself. Yeah, he's not. He likes to hedge his bets. Like he's he's a he's a methodical player. You know, I, I respect it. It's boring, but I respect it. So wouldn't if you were Xavier's shoes, that is the logical thing to do. Right, he's not like Kylan, who's like this idealist who he, wants to beat the, the best versus the best. He can't trust Kylan for the final HOH. He, he does not want to give up that control. Right now, Dave, do you want to watch the biggest blind sign ever? I have it on the share screen. Sure. <laughs> we we hold on. We could <laughs> no. <laughs> One sec. Let's... You're gonna have to watch out for this because we're gonna get flagged. I, I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Does he? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love this. Youth Veto. Shane, you are the only possible replacement nominee. Thank you for taking a seat there next to Ian. What? Ian? What? Shane, you have been in the Big Brother house for 69 days, but now one of you must leave to join the jury. Just a reminder, the evicted house guests will have only a few moments to say goodbye. Gather I love that the, the people on the couch don't get to talk. Yeah. Please stand. Well, you are standing at the head of the room. No stupid speeches or anything. Nominees. Why to keep me? Go ahead and cast the sole vote to evict. Danielle, look in your hands and look up real quick. Shane, you're a heck of a competitor. Ian, you're an equal competitor. Both of you guys got a great shot to win this game. Um, but day one, I entered this game 
and I'd get blood on my hands on day one. And every week it's been piling up and piling up. And now I'm up to blood in my elbows. And at this point in the game, I think back to the jury house. And I think of Joe and I think of Jen. And they told me there's something big in this house. You're going to have one shot to break up. And this is that shot. So, Shane, I'm sorry I have to evict you. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I love it. What? Um, um, look, doesn't hug. Dan tries to talk to him as he goes out the door. <laughs> what did he think? Doesn't want to. I mean, yeah, that was, that's the best one. I love it. <laughs> sorry. She yeah. wanted to get out of Dodge. I'm sorry. I love that. No, that was good. Um, yeah, like it's okay. So could something, well, Xavier won't be in that position on, uh, this week, uh, himself. Uh, he'll be, he has the veto here, so he wants to target Kylan. So, therefore, who does he have to give the vote to to ensure that Kylan goes? It has to be Azza. That's the problem. That is the ultimate problem. He doesn't want to give it to Azza because even though he knows he feels that Azza would, would you know, if he makes a deal with her, she'll follow through, right? Yes, it will look bad for, for Big D because Big D, like, what you don't trust me to do it. Because that's what Big D is going to say. But at the same time, if he gives it to Big D and has Big D make the decision, he might take Kylan. Well, yeah. Should should Xavier trust Derek F to make the right decision here? For like, you know, will he will he make a deal and follow through with it, or is Derek F too unpredictable? I think Xavier maybe knows. I don't know. It's going to be a tough one for him because he can't really trust. The problem here is that he's like, I can't count on kylan to do the best thing for my game i can't count on Ozza to do the best thing for my game or big d so therefore but he can't control them he either. can't control it that's yeah. why it, the winning hoh for final four is difficult because you get safety but you lose power in terms of choosing who is to be eliminated right and once they have the power they can do whatever they want with it well yeah it's not like oh no, no i'm gonna take it back so i can give it to another person who's gonna do what i want yeah, whoever he le- leaves is the, the the sole voter, and, uh, and at the same time, if he goes and says, "Hey, Aza, as Hoh, I want you to do this for me," right? There's always the tinkling in the back of his mind that Aza's such a straight shooter that, like, she might feel a certain ways that we're going back to the old Hoh t- um, controls the veto and tells it how it's supposed to be used, right? And we're just a week removed where I basically just, you know, we just saw it not be played out that exact same way. Meaning, sorry, what's the Kyland saved X during um, Oz's HOH. Yes. A clear violation of the, you know, the sacred unwritten rules of the HOH dumb. That only right. counts in like the pre-jury phase. But you you have to understand that like you're not playing with adults. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, so like there's always the tinkling in the back of the head is like, what if this is the time that she's like, I'm gonna be the player that I always wanted to be, right? Do Jeff what wants you need to do. the one that Jeff wants me to play as, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Well, okay. I, and that would be amazing if Ozza, like, all of a sudden, like, okay, I make this deal. Then she, like, goes back on the deal and she keeps, she gets, I guess she would get rid of Kylan. It, it's, it's, it's like, what, what's the fear here is that Xavier or that she would keep 
Kylan and vote out Derek F. Like, I think no. Xavier knows. The, X, uh, X is also worried about final HOH. So prior to this, yeah. right, which isn't spoilers. When whenever this final four veto is the customer ruling gameplay is you don't talk about what's going to happen because it's premature because you don't know who's going to win veto. Right. And who's going to control what vote? Because if you say something one way, it can be construed as negative the other way. Right. Mm-hmm. So. X had that conversation with uh, with uh, with Big D. Big D went and had a conversation with Kylan, right? And it was implied, like, he's like, hey, you're going to take me to the end, right? And he's like, why Why would you say that? That's, we've always been good. Has something changed? Should Is there something to be worried about? And it's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's all good. And Kylan was like, I, I feel hurt by... You know, by your question, why you question my loyalty all of a sudden? So, so then, um, um, Big D went back to X and told him that he had a conversation with him, and he's like, "Why would you have a conversation with him? Why would you give him the like the opinion or the thought that we could possibly betray him? Don't do that. Don't talk to him." And Big D's like, "Okay, okay, you're right. I I jumped ahead." I shouldn't talk to him. So he goes ahead and talks to him again, right? To try to to try to ease things out. And the conversation basically leads to, um, you know what? Don't worry. We all trust each other. We all trust each other. And it's like, like I don't want to vote you out or anything like that. Like, I don't even want the power. I don't even want the blood in my hands. So um, Kylan's like, well, X could just give me the, you know, the veto and you know, I can vote. I just gave outside, you a veto X. Why don't right? you give me a veto? And, and there'll be no problem. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to see if I can talk to him about it. So Big D goes back to X and tells X this. And then once again, X is like, what are you doing? What, like, if let's say Aza wins, right? Kylan could just turn around and say, hey, this is what they were going to do for me and get you out. Right? And it's not like Big D can effectively lie about the situation. So right. that's why you don't talk until Final Four veto is done because you don't yeah. want to to like show spec- your cards. Like, yeah, you don't want to show your cards. You wait until the hand is dealt, right? And not only do you wait till the hand is dealt, you do what we showed you earlier, what Dan did. You wait until the moment you're casting your vote. That's yeah, when you, yeah, because you know, that guy didn't know that was coming to TV. No, and neither did Danielle, and uh, even neither did Ian. Only Dan knew what he was doing there, and that is the best way, not only for TV, but to really do a good blindside and to get the credit and everything. Why we look at Dan as the the best player probably in BB history. Uh, he was you know, able to get Danielle to 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 understand and fall in line with him right after this. But he but he lost the final vote, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, okay. But good? okay, here's the didn't here's didn't the Danielle deal. vote for him though? Still. Yes, and so did I'm, Janelle. I'm, Janelle was actually out of the jury, but Janelle stood up after and said that you all are a bunch of um, bitches. You Dan deserved to win, 
this season and you all gave it to Ian because you 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 didn't respect his gameplay. His gameplay was what this game encourages. He, he got Russell Hanst. He got Tyler he got Crispin. Well, he got that Russell and Hanst. also yeah. at the same time, they were like, you only played half a season. Which that like, was the other problem. Fault. And the whole thing where he, he came in as like a mentor and then he like became part of the game, which I think is kind of dirty uh, as well. And like not, <laughs> not wouldn't it have been a clean win. That yeah, was, anyway, that was production. That was more than well, that's not his fault. But it just, you know, it's it, I think it's cleaner to have. Uh, <laughs> that's like saying Russell, you know, had an unfair advantage playing the second season and nobody knew who he was on an all star season. You know, no, the closest he did, example he did have an advantage. Paul in the second his second chance getting that like four weeks of immunity. Yeah, I, guys, I gotta show you this that just came in from the BB a brother <laughs> updates. Uh, BB a big brother daily. Uh, it's uh, Derek was saying, uh, to Xavier, I'm hoping I'm crying when I come out the door so no one knows who I voted for. And Xavier goes, Wait, no, that's not how that works. Because if you're in the <laughs> final two, you don't go in to vote in the diary room. And he goes, What? Derek, I'm saying it, <laughs> he doesn't understand that in the final two, you don't get to vote. What, what does he mean I'm saying it in front of everyone? Like, he thinks he just stands up in his, like, final speech and says, I am voting for myself. <laughs> like, he doesn't, like... This is okay. This is what we're he, talking about, Dave. He's, the, he's, the mo he's definitely the most clueless player, I would say, in BB history. He's, he doesn't he's, know how this game works. He's unbelievably clueless and delusional. And so I understand why people say, yeah, 0.5, like why he belongs on that scale. I get it. Uh, but at the same time, yes. <laughs> I, at the same time, there are <laughs> what? there are things that oh. I think are. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Uh, but did you all see that? I heard about, it. I heard about game, it. Did you all see the cuddle shut down by X to Aza? So X was yeah. cuddling with Aza? No, Aza um, was talking game. And um, asked to cuddle, and he's like, "No." Nah. <laughs> he just went, "Nah!" Like he just said, "You know what? I'm good." Yeah, I don't need to do that anymore. It's not good for my game. Yeah, you're going home probably as of so. Big D's gonna decide. Cold. That's cold, Xavier. Yeah, um, I don't think Oz is going home. You think Kylan's going home? Uh, he might be. Well, he's gonna go to jury more specifically. Well, yeah. um, the I whole term that. going home is uh, yeah. when you when you when you're, you're not going home. It's it, it's it's appropriate in the pre-jury phase, but it's. Uh, uh, did you see the this? We should also be talking about the schedule for Big Brother for the rest of the, the week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, is there any other spoilers or news? So, no. the ceremony hasn't actually happened, right? So that no. we don't. So he hasn't actually used it. So we're okay. We're gonna be. So let's talk about the whole schedule for the week and everything that's coming after this. And so thank you for uh, staying here with the spoiler section. Let's not have any questions before we sign off tonight, but uh, we're coming up on almost an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah, here's Mary saying she asked to cut for five minutes and he said no. He says, I'll give you that's, a hug. That's friend zone right there. That's He's friend zoning her. Um, you know, and I think Aza. No penis. Uh, from, from, from Xavier, well, that's maybe. <laughs> that's what she's getting from um, X. Nope. Yeah. X right. is like, I'm winning this game. Like he's like, I, all I gotta do is win two competitions. I'm getting the votes. You know, Operation No Man's. <laughs> not, I'm not I'm not taking my my eye off the prize, Aza. 
Yeah. So, uh, so, so that's, we're going to be back Wednesday or some of us will be back Wednesday, actually just me. Um, so because, uh, this week for some reason, survivor is starting ahead of the big, big brother finishing, which is a bit unusual. Uh, and we cover survivor here also on, uh, super made brothers podcasting. At least we did, uh, starting with winners at war, which was last season. So, uh, Jamil and Jeff are going to be covering, uh, the two-hour premiere of Survivor on Wednesday. Um, I guess that's going to end at 10. And so you guys are going to be on from 10 to 11. And then I will be watching Big Brother, the veto episode that will air after that at 10 o'clock. Uh, and I'll be here with Daryl Clark to talk about that episode uh, right after you guys. We'll be following at 11 um, in a back-to-back <laughs> schedule. Uh, just for this, I guess... At least for one week, maybe for two. We have to kind of look at the schedule for next week as well. Uh, but we got uh, a couple. How dare right. they? The finale is supposed to happen on the same day as the premiere. Yeah, this of, feels like a week uh, early, and I don't know why it's been moved up. Um, and why you know, it, it seems like I mean, CBS given up on this uh, Big Brother season because they bumped their Sunday episode, and now this. Well, C- CBS used to end um, Big Brother at the end of summer. It's supposed to be the summer show. It's September nineteenth. That's in two days. Right, because we know, started late. Right. This started in July instead of June, which was when it would normally start. So it's like we, we started a couple weeks late, and we're here. We, and I guess they're like, no, we, we're into school season now. We need Survivor on Wednesday nights to fill that spot, that primetime spot. So, uh, guys, are you excited for that? Um, I'm a little – I'm interested in the Blue's Clues version of Survivor we might get. And so, what is going on with Jeff Probst's hair? So those two things I'm interested in. Those are some good questions. Okay, so uh, on that note, we're going to actually have a special podcast tomorrow night, or no, Tuesday night uh, at 8 o'clock before our Star Trek podcast, our D-Space 9 podcast. We're going to draft the uh, the 18 house guests. Guys, the first Canadian, or Canadian resident at least, is playing from Toronto, Erica. Toronto. Toronto. Thank you. Uh, Toronto uh erica that's that's exciting that are the first canadian resident to, to actually play uh like not counting sue hawk jamil doesn't care she was i think it's exciting resident. we never had canadians she, sue hawk was a canadian resident no canadian like no we, dual citizen a, right no there was a guy a couple seasons ago yeah, there was another guy too but he, he lived in the awesome. states this is a canadian this is like they're like us jeff like live here mm-hmm. in this country right yeah yeah okay yeah we're not no. we're not allowed to play or we I'm until recently. Yeah, he just yeah he's the, she's she'll be the first one since Jeff Probst opened the border. Yes, since the, <laughs> since because most game shows don't work like that. Like we can't try out for Big Brother US without becoming US citizens or US residents, and vice versa. You can versa. go on Prices Right. You can go Prices Right, and there there are some things, but then you got to pay the taxes. It's complicated. Anyway, so we're gonna be here with Daryl Clark on Tuesday at eight to do the draft for Survivor uh as mentioned me and daryl will be covering the wednesday veto episode uh and then thursday the three of us will be back together to talk about the, the live eviction um which will be more like at the normal time at 9 30 on thursday uh to, to, to break all that down i know that's kind of out of order because we also have star trek podcasts sprinkled in there uh so over on our other channel live long in podcast you're missing more episodes friday there's an episode i didn't know there was a friday episode then there's a Sunday episode on the 26th, and then there's another, the finales on the Wednesday. At Is nine. the Friday episode just a recap show? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a recap show. We can skip that. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, and so then I put part one. Yeah. Uh, is it the part? Is it the first part one? 
it could be part one plus the recap show. It could be yeah. all right. Well, then we might be here Friday, dude. All right, great. <laughs> Just what I wanted a Friday podcast on top of everything else. Okay, um, so Monday night, nine o'clock p.m. Check it out on Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel, where we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about the gamesters of Triskelion. Uh, on Tuesday night, over on Live Long and Podcast, we're going to be talking about the Star Trek D Space Nine episode, The Sword of Kalis from this fourth season. On Thursday, on Live Long and Podcast, we'll be talking about Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, season two, episode seven, uh, name not yet released. We'll be talking about that with Davin Skelhorn from Locutors of Trek. Um, on, uh, that will be 7 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, and also, uh, we, this is, this is the week or the, the year, the week of the month where we're going to be having our trivial debates over on our other channel, trivial debates. Uh, let's show that lineup, which will be next Sunday morning. Uh, we got Max Duda versus Davin Skelhorn versus Jessica Chan, uh, along with Chris Seymour hosting. TBC. Well, she's like, I when I made the poster, she's like, I don't know if I can get a babysitter and I gotta move things around. And so I was like, okay, let me know. So I just put the TVC. So she I think she is confirmed now. So I can remove the TVC. But um, yes, that's gonna be the 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 lineup of questions to be released tomorrow. Uh, but check that out over in Trivial Debates on the sun next Sunday morning. Oh, Chris Seymour's host. Yeah, he hasn't hosted in a while, so it's uh he he was he I, I saw him yesterday and he was like I have all kinds of great ideas for questions mm. about Primus, so get ready. Um, did I miss anything? Did I forget anybody? No, no, all good. Okay, thanks for watching, liking, subscribing, and checking us out. Uh, make sure to tell all your friends, and um, and we'll sign off for tonight. Uh, you know, and we'll I guess we'll be back. If you're a Big Brother fan, Wednesday we'll be back. If you're a Survivor <laughs> fan, we'll be here Tuesday, and then if you're a Star Trek fan, we're over there on Monday. So get all ready, all right? Because it's hard to keep track of it all. All right, let's uh, sign off for the tonight. We need a, uh, any requests, guys? Um, no penis, no penis. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a thing. Uh, where is it? I made a rule in the house. You can never find it when you want it. So, made a rule in the house. No penis. Nothing. Oh, thank you.